What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Get to Know Jesus. Today I'm going to be in John chapter 14 verses 12 through 15. And today I'd like to talk on the topic of what I believe is the most misinterpreted piece of scripture that just about everybody uses and a lot of people use it wrong. I'd like to just clear up some things. So again, John chapter 14, verse 12 through 15. I'm going to read it all and then I'm going to go back and clear everything up. So it says in verse 12, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. So let's go back up to verse 12. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. So Jesus had to be glorified, he had to die and rise on the third day and ascend into heaven. Thus, after doing so, he sent his spirit back. So it is not by our own strength, but by the strength of who Jesus is. And by the strength that he has given us in his spirit. That anything, anything, as much as a miracle is able to happen. So now here's where I really want to get into. Verse 13. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Again. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. So everybody will take that and they'll say, Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. So they say, Okay, well, I can just say anything and, you know, and it's going to happen right away. No, not at all. Let me tell you right now, He's not going to answer prayers that are completely off of your own selfish ambition. He's not going to do that. He's going to answer those prayers that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He's going to answer those prayers that, that, that we ask that glorify Him. So therefore, we must do what He says to do in John chapter 15. Verse 7, He says, If you abide in Me, My words will abide in you. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Why? Because if we're abiding in Him, and he says he'll abide in us. We're going to be wanting what he wants. We're going to be thinking like him. We're going to be more Christ-like. Therefore, we're going to be praying and asking for things. Not off, not for our own selfishness. But we're going to be asking for things that will glorify his name. We're going to be asking for things that, that he desires. We're going to be asking for his will. So again, verse 13. And whatever you ask in my name... That I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Go ahead and underline that. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So this is for the whole um, church that has said that you can name it and claim it. I believe they got it up from this scripture right here. That you can name it and claim it and it is yours. Because Jesus said it. Well, no, no, just stop that, no, 
again, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And so many times we'll ask, Oh, Lord, I just really want this new truck. You know, I really want this. And I know you said it in your word that if I ask for anything in your name, you'll give it to me. <laughs> My friend, if it's not going to... Go ahead and ask yourself this before you do something or before you are about to pray. Is what you're praying or what you're going to do, is it going to draw you closer to God? Because what more does God want than to have a better relationship with you? I mean, He sent His only Son to die for you so that He could have a relationship with you. So ask yourself, is it going to further my relationship with God? Or is it going to glorify God? If it's not doing one of the two, then you probably shouldn't be asking it or you probably shouldn't be doing it. Find that balance. That's between you and the Lord, though. But what I'm trying to get at is people misuse that scripture and say that they can say whatever they want in Jesus' name and get it. But it's false. It's false doctrine. It's just a misunderstanding of scripture. And I'm just so grateful that God has given me insight into his word to be able to explain things like this and to clear some things up. I understand that this might upset some people because they've you know thought the other way before but you know i'm just here to tell you what god has already said i'm here to tell you what the lord is saying right now so whatever you ask in my name that i will do that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask anything in my name i will do it now also you might bring up this argument where Okay, well, I prayed for my family member who is dying. I prayed for them in Jesus' name, and I went back downstairs, or I went up to the, the next day, and my family member was dead. What happened then? Well, let's go on to verse 15. Look at what he says. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now our love should be portrayed by our, by our obedience. If we love Jesus, obey Him. The Lord will not answer a prayer in His name to one who is not keeping His commandments. Again, the Lord is not going to answer a prayer for you. He's not going to answer this prayer and give you that promise that he made that whatever you ask in my name I will do it if you aren't even obeying him why would he my friend the, the word of God is so clear on following it Jesus harped on it so much he said if you love me keep my commandments he even says it again go down to verse 23 if anyone loves me he will keep my word and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. God's pretty clear about keeping his word and following it. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Again, the Lord will not answer a prayer in his name to one, that is, any of us, who is not keeping his commandments, who is being disobedient to him. So we say, well, why didn't my family member stay alive? I asked for it in Jesus' name. Well, have you read verse 15 of John chapter 14? 
If you love me, keep my commandments. If you don't do, if you don't keep his commandments, then look, I understand we're not going to be perfect. God's not looking for perfection. What God's looking for is to draw closer to you. God's looking for your surrender, for your submitment to him. And let me tell you, you can't, you can't, you can't have that promise that he made right there in verse 13 and 14 if you don't do verse 15. Here's a good example for verse 15. A good example of why someone may not have a prayer answered is, here it is. What would happen if you tried to cash a check that was made out to someone else? You'd be a forger, right? You see, it, it is not really yours. It had another name on it. This promise in verses 13 through 14 is a promise for those who love Him and keep His commandments. It's a promise. And, and let me tell you, if you love Him and you keep His commandments, you're going to abide in Him and He's going to abide in you. If you're not loving Him, if you're not obeying Him, and you're deliberately disobeying God, He's not going to abide in you. Why would He? Why would He? So again, I, I, you know, this is something that God was stirring my heart up, and I just, I don't know if somebody needed to hear this or what, but go back and read it yourselves. Just ask the Lord to open your eyes, because that again, that is something that is so misunderstood. People take that, they see that, and they just run with it right away instead of really slowing down and reading the scripture. And studying it word for word. And just finding what is really being said. Again guys I just hope that you guys. Hope this maybe clears something up for some people. Maybe there's misunderstanding. Or maybe this is something that you believed and you just didn't know. That it said that right there in the scripture. I don't know. But remember if you love me. Keep my commandments. Follow Jesus. Submit to him. Abide in him. He will abide in you. Obey Him. That's what He's always looked for since the very beginning was obedience. And it was disobedience to God that caused sin to even enter into the world. That is, when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the tree of good and bad knowledge. So guys, obey God. Trust Him. Just let Him lead you in every aspect of your life. Submit to Jesus Go out there and spread His Word. Spread the Gospel to everyone. Don't think that just because you're not a pastor or a teacher don't mean that you don't have the, uh, the task of spreading the Gospel. We're all given that task. It's just a matter of how we do it. It's a matter of what gifts we've received from God. Whatever that gift is, spread the Gospel. Use it for His glory, for His honor. Stay in prayer. Stay in His Word. God bless.